This is Winning the Game of Work, a podcast that helps you have the happy and successful career you've dreamed of. Because being smart and hardworking just aren't enough in today's competitive workplace. I'm your host, Terry McDougall, an experienced executive coach who will teach you all the right moves so you can win the game of work. Hey, everybody, it's Terry McDougall with another episode of Winning the Game of Work. And this is going to be another one of those episodes where it's just me sharing a story and maybe a little lesson to go along with it. So I'm going to start off with a quote. And that quote is, we do not see the world as it is. We see it as we are by Anais Nin. And now here's a story I'd like to share that goes along with that. My friend Joan and I had just walked out of a quaint French bistro. My meal was delicious. The wine was chilled and refreshing, and the conversation was stimulating, and the service was adequate in my mind. To me, it had been an enjoyable evening catching up with an old friend, but it soon became evident that Joan did not feel the same way. As we walked to the car, she railed about the terrible service our waiter had provided and insisted on going over every breach of weight service protocol. Clearly, Joan and I had different expectations of what constituted a successful dinner. So my guess is that you've experienced something similar when you and a friend, spouse, or colleague witnessed what seemed to be the same situation, only to come away with radically different judgments about what had happened. Perhaps you've wondered how that could be. The simple answer is that you and your companion perceived the situation differently because you had different beliefs and expectations. Based on your life experiences, you've developed your own perspective. And why is that, you may ask? And again, the simple answer is that you and your companion have lived two different lives. You've each been on your own journey and have been taught different values by the people in your lives the parents, teachers, friends, and other influencers that you've encountered. Based on your own life experiences, you each developed your own unique perspectives, the lenses through which you see the world. The bottom line is that there's no objective reality. You may find yourself in conflict with another person because you don't recognize your perception is different than theirs. You may believe that others see the world the exact same way you do and are simply choosing to do something wrong or offensive or against the rules. However, even people close to you don't believe the exact same things that you do. Because of their different experiences, they may not subscribe to your rules. And in fact, their rules may be the exact opposite of yours for reasons that make total sense to them. There's really no objective good or bad or right or wrong in life, despite what you may have been told while you were growing up. As you go through life, you develop coping mechanisms to deal with your experiences. And through those experiences, you create rules based on the environment in which you were raised. These rules helped you navigate your world successfully during that time. For example, if your parents expected you to ask to be excused from the table, you did it or you risked disapproval. It may seem rude to you to witness someone not using quote unquote good manners when they abruptly leave the table. You may judge them harshly because they are violating what to you is a rule. 
but they may have grown up in a less structured household where it wasn't expected. And based on their upbringing, they may view that request to say, may I leave the table as silly and unnecessary. As each of us goes through life, we pick up these rules and expectations and we throw them in a metaphorical bag that we carry around with us everywhere we go. It's the baggage that we always hear about. We carry this bag of beliefs because we believe it will help us to be successful and cope with situations that may arise based on our experiences up to that point. Now, the bag can get a little heavy at times, especially when we have rules that contradict each other or are outdated. Here's an example of rules that could contradict each other. Listen to your mother and think for yourself. Here's an example of a rule that may have served you well as a child, but not as an adult. Be seen and not heard. You're probably aware of some rules you adhere to, and you can recognize them through comments like, that's just the way I was raised, or our family has always done it this way. Other rules you learned at such a young age or so consistently that you don't even realize you're following them, and therefore you never question them. These are like the air that you breathe. You don't think about them. They are essentially invisible to you. These rules could be something like mother knows best or listen to your brother because he's the smart one. These invisible rules can sometimes trip you up because you may follow them blindly even to the point where they begin to hurt you. So when you're unaware of what's in your bag, it can be confusing. You may chronically trip over the same self-imposed stumbling block and with true anguish, ask yourself, why does this always happen to me? Usually when you have a repeating pattern in your life, it's because of a subconscious belief that you are following. You can experience pain when a subconscious belief contradicts a conscious desire. This conflict shows up as self-sabotaging behavior. When you say you want one thing and you behave in a way that ruins your progress. This internal and unseen conflict between competing beliefs can cause a lot of pain and a lot of frustration until the beliefs are made conscious and resolved. When these rules are violated or your expectations aren't met, it's naturally upsetting. But you may not even realize why you feel like you do. You may say to yourself, these are the rules and someone is not living up to them. The reality is that stuff in your bag is creating the lens through which you view your life and experiences. Because we each have different lenses, we're each going to see the world differently and that may lead to some conflict or pain. So let's go back to my friend Joan. What might be in her bag? So I eat out frequently and I viewed the dinner as a great opportunity to spend time catching up with my friend Joan. I was more focused on our conversation than the meal. I had empathy for our waiter because I'd been a waitress in college. I chalked up his awkwardness to being new. Now with Joan, she has three young children at home and she was looking forward to treating herself to an adults only meal at a nice restaurant. In addition, she was a bit of a connoisseur and was put off by the waiter's lack of knowledge and fumbling wine service. To her, the rookie mistakes were inexcusable and didn't align with her expectations for dinner at an upscale bistro. So often a similar dynamic happens in the workplace. 
you may have certain expectations about how quickly you'll advance in your career, what projects you'll work on, or the type of recognition and rewards you'll receive. Your beliefs may be formed by any number of factors, your compensation in relation to that of friends or peers, how quickly someone else advanced in his or her career, what your school advisor told you to expect, what you've read in articles or books, or your own self-perception, among other things. When your expectations are not met, it can be disappointing. It can even sap your motivation and enthusiasm for the job, moving you further from your goal of career success. When this happens, don't give in to the temptation to feel sorry for yourself. When you're working hard and not getting the results that you desire, a misalignment between your expectations and what's required in the job may be at fault. To set yourself up for advancement, talk with your boss to clarify the expectations for your role and ask for regular feedback on where you're meeting those expectations and where you're not. If you're falling short, remain humble, believe in yourself and ask for the support you need to succeed. If you find yourself getting emotional about things and you're not sure why, open up your bag and take a look at your assumptions. Take a look at your beliefs and see if you have any self-sabotaging messages that you might be carrying around with you. It may be time to clean out the bag to see the world through a clearer lens. Re-examine your beliefs to understand if they're still serving you and replace the outdated beliefs with new ones that serve you better. By becoming fully responsible for your own experience in the world and at work, you'll find that you always have choices and you'll feel calmer and more in control of your experience. That concludes our story about seeing the world in a new way. And once you realize that it's your choice based on your beliefs, you have a heck of a lot more control. So good luck with that. And if you'd like more information in this vein, this came directly from my book, Winning the Game of Work. So if you want more, check it out on Amazon. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Winning the Game of Work. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to get in touch, go to the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. And now get out there and start winning the game of work. I'm cheering you on.